Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. To season two of the podcast. I am so excited to bring you a whole entire new season. I have some amazing interviews lined up with some wonderful people who are doing wonderful work in the world, who are expanding consciousness, helping us relearn how to be more of who we are, come home to ourselves, and just really, really, really be more embodied, aligned, empowered beings living our human life. Today, I am talking to Isla Verhagen, who is going to be enlightening us and expanding our minds on all things marketing and doing our great work in the world and putting it out there. She really focuses on our energetic signature, aligned marketing, using our human design energy type and infusing that into our marketing strategies and really just creating an entirely new marketing recipe that is specific to you and aligned to how you intrinsically operate as a human being. So everything that you know about marketing is going to be flipped on its head in this conversation. You will learn what marketing truly is and how to make it your own recipe and how it can work for you. So let's dive into today's conversation with Isla. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking to you today. Um, I, I, I was introduced to your energy with mm-hmm. Projector Magic with Pilar mm-hmm. um, and took some time to like digest it, marinate it. And I knew I wanted to reach out and have a further conversation with you about marketing, human design and marketing. And so that's what we're going to do today. Awesome. Um, so just for reference, you are a manifesting generator and I'm a projector. <laughs> so moving forward, that will be the dynamic at play here. <laughs> And you are a two-five profile, and I'm a five-two profile, and they're both very rare. So I think that's actually really cool. Yeah, because it's funny because I was usually when I do interviews or anything, I don't really prepare because I really like to work with the energy in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it, it it I flow the best when I'm able to do that. Yes. And so I remember yeah. when we when you were teaching that class, you had mentioned that as well something along those lines and I was like that's exactly how I do it too yeah <laughs> yeah okay so um let's just get started with some just with some just basic questions I have for you what's your sun moon and rising oh wow I never talk astrology which is so weird because I'm totally into human design um I did do a little you know a mini dive into astrology 
So sun is Leo, moon is Leo. I have two other signs in Leo. <laughs> it's like a Leo, like big party over there in Leo. Um, I believe also Mercu- Mercurius and Venus are also in Leo. So wow. fire all over the place. And then the rising is Libra. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. You know astrology? I mean, I don't know it in detail, but I have studied it. And I just actually got my astrological chart read. Mm, Um, And I know that you want to have the same sun and moon. Mine are actually in opposition. They don't talk to each other. (laughs) Mm. So there's harmony there from what you said, what you shared. Um, what words would you use to describe yourself? Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's just wild. Um, wild would be a good word, actually, to start with. I would say, yeah, out of the ordinary. Um, passionate, but it's so cliche, but it's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me see. Colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Juicy. It's a word I use all the time. Yes. Which is kind of new to say that about myself, but it actually feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I also, I, I would also say you're very present. Mm. Like, uh, I, one thing I noticed from you, just the, the class you taught, and now it's very embodied, like very much embodied, which I really mm. appreciate. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, it was such a long journey to embodiment mm-hmm. that I'm still, when somebody says it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So how did you actually get into all of this? Like human design, mm. marketing, how did you find this to be your, to your gift, to what you wanted to do? I guess my great aunt 15 years ago, she kind of kicked off the thing. And now the funny thing is when I look back at it, I actually only realized now, but she's a manifester. Mm. I know now. So she's good at kicking things. And She asked me to write the text for her website. She still had like a folder, mm. you know, like this offline thing. And for the first time she would get a website and she somewhere realized that maybe the text for a website should be slightly different than a, on a leaflet. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited by that. So when I was 20, like 15 years ago, I started just as a freelancer next to my study. And I have always been doing that. And it grew from writing texts into, wait a moment, they need more than a text. Mm-hmm. Like I was very frustrated when there was a beautiful text with the right energy, because I think unconsciously at that time I was all, also really feeling into like where is that person coming from Mm -hmm. how can I translate that and I was very frustrated when I would see it on a website and you know with 
a design which was completely not fitting that energy. So I decided to learn how to make websites. So slowly, step by step, I kind of moved into marketing without realizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I, then when I was able to make the websites, I was with, hey, wait, they need more than just a website because nobody reads the website. So it was like organically, step by step, I kind of asked more questions and I never liked offering a product that was kind of just one of the steps. I always wanted to go to the core. So marketing was kind of, at first it was my end station and I worked at the consultancy agency and did kind of more the official marketing route mm-hmm. as a test. And then I came back to my own company again to do it in my own way. Mm-hmm. And then organically I moved into coaching because I felt with the marketing, I can give them tricks. Mm-hmm. I can give them like, Oh, use this algorithm or use this phrase or use this color or whatever. But what if I give them tricks, they blow up, but they blow something up. That's not them. Mm, yeah. That was very like, a very displeasing thought so I was like "Mm, we need to go to the core first Mm -hmm. to find out who are they what do they really want to bring in the world not or actually what is calling them out which vision wants to come through them Mm -hmm. and what helps them to open up and to have the energetic openness to receive that mm-hmm. vision. Wants, yeah, what wants to be birthed. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And alongside that kind of professional path, I went into all kinds of groups, spiritual groups and movements, and I was hungry. I was spiritually like famine, starved. <laughs> I was like, give me that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> and, <you> there. <laughs> It's crazy when I think back of it. Um, I had weird, crazy periods, like two years of super intense Tantra and then like two years of a little bit less intense, but still intense, more enlightenment teachings from uh, Bentinho Masaro. And I love him. Oh, you know him? Oh my god, I've been following I following him for like four or five years now. And I and he used to live in Boulder, so I went to like a oh, like, really? Yeah. He went he he uh, he would do like a like sometimes he would just go sit in the park and meditate. <laughs> oh really? I I actually went to Boulder a few years ago to one of his retreats and stayed yeah. there for a few days. Um to be honest, I'm hundred percent not following anymore because what became really clear is I need to be in my own channel. Like I guess you've heard this words in you know in Pilar's Mm -hmm. container, Mm -hmm. but to me it's become really, really clear that I got some really beautiful inspirations out of that. But also I realized I totally miss the embodiment Mm -hmm. in that teaching. Mm-hmm. And that's the part I need to go find in myself and validate myself, embrace myself. But the beauty of those kind of circles is on the one hand, 
it made visible for me later so many of my codependent strategies to like oh they have the answer and they can save me and giving away my truth Mm -hmm. which propelled me even deeper into my own truth like after that Mm -hmm. when I realized that which I think is crucial for marketing like copying is just not doing it anymore you really you really got to tap into your own dream your own voice Mm -hmm. but the beauty of those kind of groups is the people I met like these amazing people my boyfriend comes out of that circle Mm -hmm. my new best friend um she comes out of that circle and also human design is something Mm -hmm. that was kind of you know popped up there and is is kind of the normal thing Mm -hmm. I just gave a session to my mother last week human design she asked for it and she said I never heard from it and I said it's true like it depends in which circle you are but I'm seeing in kind of the spiritual circle that almost becomes normal for people to at least know the basics of their church and I think it's it's only going to grow and grow. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to become like a staple thing I mean, for our I mean, society. When I found it, this was last, I would say it's a year and a half ago now. Mm. Um, and it was pure, like, I don't want to say coincidence because I don't believe in that. It was, it was the timing was right for me to understand it. Um, and when I found out I was a projector, I was like, oh, all of this makes so much sense. Oh, this is awesome. I was like, I always had this, like, I was like, where do I fit in the world? How do I do things? Why can't I keep up with like everybody else? Like it was all these revelations were like, okay, it makes so much sense. Uh, And then I started diving deeper into it and understanding, oh, I actually live a lot like a projector. And I was feeling very guilty because Mm -hmm. everyone around you is, you know, energy types. Um. But we'll get later. We'll get into that. I'm pretty sure human design and marketing. But I want to ask you, what does marketing mean to you? Because you're fully aware of how we do marketing in the world right now, which is such like a I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. like it's like dysfunction. It's like our own needing things to fill ourselves. So, what does marketing mean to you? my whole insight just starts to glow from the question. And I realize how deeply I love marketing, the way I see marketing. Mm. And to me, it really is about people shining their light into this world Mm -hmm. in whatever form suits them. I feel it's like coming out because the reason I use those words is when you're lesbian or you're gay, coming out is a big thing. It's like you really are anticipating like, oh, what are people going to think? And like, what are they going to say? At least still now, I hope that will be different in you know, a few years from now. And I feel this really a similar dynamic is happening when you truly come out in your own voice, Mm. your own energy, and pour that, bring that into the world. It's not just something, it's scary. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because often exactly that thing that's your core energy, that's your core truth has been dismissed when you were young. Mm-hmm. So you got to work through that you got to really face all those things you're afraid that like you know will block you will stop you um and then move through that embrace that and grow more and more into your own energy it's really like um watering like a seed and seeing it grow. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what marketing is to me. Um, when you say that, what comes to my mind is that fear of putting ourselves out there. Like you said, coming out. I love that you said it was kind. Of, it's kind of like coming out. Um, you know, it's interesting because for me, I don't necessarily have a fear okay. of putting myself out there and being doing things like the podcast or videos or writing or sharing anything. The thing that I, that I get stuck on and I'm, I want to ask you about this is like doing the inner work, mm. you know, cause if we're not secure or we're not seeing ourselves clearly, if we're not embodied in our worth or value clearly or groundedness then that the 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 marketing or you know sharing your gift or whatever it is your service or your product can turn into this manipulation game of approval seeking validation seeking i i definitely have been on that train um we all have yeah and I didn't realize it, you know, until this year, how deep, deep core self-esteem issues I've had that wow. I was sharing to get approval. And that, that is not, you're not contained in your own energy then. True. Right. Could you speak to that? And you said, I'm having trouble with the inner work. What exactly do you mean? It's not necessarily trouble with the inner work. It's kind of like, you know, when we are doing something, and let's just say you wrote a book or you you started a podcast or you have a business idea, it's like the worth or the value is tied to that you know, number X number of sales, X number of clients, X number of accolades or awards or recognition. Yes, totally. And then that marketing becomes a a way of manipulation to prove your worth or your value or what you're doing is, you know, helpful or in whatever way that, Mm. and I I feel like the inner work is so tied to the marketing. (laughs) I have, I think, two very important steps. I would say the first is when you truly want this, when you truly say, I want to let my authentic voice come through and I don't want to play that manipulation game anymore. When you commit to that, first step is to really consciously subtract yourself from that field of manipulation 
it's kind of starting with completely blank slate and it's a marketing detox. We're so infiltrated mm -hmm. with this weird um, so-called marketing truths. Mm -hmm. I think really the best thing to do is basically throw them all in, in the bin. Mm -hmm. I really detox from them. And every time something like that comes up, it's like, yes, thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Giving it back to the person it came from mm -hmm. because it always came from somebody in the end. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's the first step. So you can really start with fresh blank slate. And then the second step I would say is that self-honesty is really helped with the right focus. When you say you want to go to Paris, but actually you rather drive to like Rome, mm. you probably will still move to Rome. But in this case, when you still keep as your highest goal to receive more business inquiries, to receive more likes, to have more engagement, kind of those, you know, regular marketing metrics. Mm -hmm. My advice to would be to also let those go in a way that th those are not anymore your first priority. Mm -hmm. And instead, flip it around and make marketing and expressing yourself and working on your business, all the things around your business, make them the servant of your personal growth. So you flip it around. Because if they become the servant, it's, it's not anymore like, how can, he, can I get like as many likes as possible? But how can I like myself the most? How can I embrace myself the most? Mm -hmm. And when you write a post and it's not anymore to get something out of it, it becomes a way, a mirror, like a, a marketing mirror. Social media is my mirror. When I post something, immediately I receive a reflection. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I post something and I'm free. It's, it's something that came so strongly through me. I post it and it's done. Mm -hmm. I might check every now and then, but it, there's no like residue. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I post something, I'm not done. Mm -hmm. I'm like, people need to like this post. Yeah, there's a hook. <laughs> there's a hook. And instead of beating myself up because the growth, the personal growth is my main goal, I, I just won. I got a new insight. You That's see so how true. that shift is puts you on a whole different like ballpark, whole different game. I'm getting chills because what I'm hearing you say is your business is 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 a mirror. Ooh. Right? Your business is your mirror. It's something that you birthed and that is also birthing you rebirthing you and so every time let's just say you know I just did this I posted a video on YouTube after not having shared anything for four months um, I'm doing 
I'm taking time away from social media after doing Project Your Magic with Pilar and reevaluating how I want to show up on social media. And I don't need to show up on social media. I don't need to be consistent. Um, that was liberating for me. Uh, and realizing like, okay, so I was watching the pattern. You know, I posted this video. It's like, you're checking. Why are you checking it? You're checking the likes. Why are you checking the likes? You're checking the comments. Why are you checking the comments? Right? So if it's kind of like turning it around on yourself, right? And seeing, okay, why am I doing this right now? Right? And that's where the growth is. That's where the deeper, that's, yes. that's where the, 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 the revelation per se is of what, what I'm still holding on to because I'm doing to get. And then the extra hack for me, but that's kind of, I like personal growth marketing on steroids, right? And I know mm. that it's not for everyone, but when I would see that, what I often would do is then write about that. Mm. I'm checking this thing and I keep checking it. And I thought I was free of it, but there's a hook into mm. it. And putting light on everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes social media has truly kind of by revealing some patterns in me some stuckness kind of adding the social media layer to it it's like putting spotlights on it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so really helping myself to move to it quicker in a way even and I know this is not for everyone but especially people and human design right especially people who have for example a lot of individual energy in their chart there's three tastes of energy um every channel can have one of three like big group energies and they're like three big groups and one of those groups is individual energy and all of your channels and i think you have at least five channels in your chart um they're all individual which is quite rare and individuals are here of people with individual energy to really make a change Mm. to show something different like oh why wouldn't we do it this way or like and really come from their own like be an example, like just by being, just by living and kind of showing that, be an example um, of diversity of new things, of new thoughts, of like new ways of doing things. It's so interesting um, you say that because I always say like, I'm here to show the world a new way. Mm, I feel beautiful. that in my core because uh, like, there's so many things we could be doing differently, but I want to, I want to ask for reference. If someone wants to pull up their human design chart, what do they mm-hmm. look for as far as the channels go to see if it's individual or. Awesome not? question. Yes. Um, you can always for the, to get like a full image, you can always Google individual energy, human design. Um, but the easy reverence is that all the channels kind of in the middle, 
-hmm. because you kind of notice when you go from your root to the spleen, there are three channels. When you go from the root to solar plexus, there are three channels. Mm -hmm. And then the middle one, that's the individual one. Same in the head. There's like a middle one. There's a few places where you could doubt, but in many places it's kind of easy to see where the middle energy is. Mm -hmm. And then all the outside channels, I'm pointing, but nobody's seeing this. <laughs> all the outside channels, they are um, collective channels. And this is kind of something hardly anybody talks about. But for me, it has been a very big human design hack because I always need to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Because if I know those groups, I don't even have to know the specifics of every channel. Just seeing like for you, like, oh, gosh, you five individual channels that tells me a lot about you so the outside channels are collective channels um, and they have two subgroups but they're not here mainly to do something new they're here to live like one of the halves is here to live the human life get like many experiences go on adventures and share about them so Mm -hmm. you could say sharing is the key thing Mm -hmm. for the individual energy empowerment is the key thing Mm -hmm. so this is one half of the collective you could say the experiential half the other half of the collective is the logical half Mm -hmm. and they're they're like really pointed towards the future like what can we improve like what that's what scientists do right Mm -hmm. they dive deeper and deeper and deeper to find something to tweak to improve but also a pianist is can also be a very logical being because he has to repeat and repeat and repeat and then like tweak get it better Mm -hmm. and then sharing those improvements with the real world or um on whatever level that might be. Mm-hmm. And then the last energy, which is, you can find kind of in the middle, like the inner channels, not the outer, but the most so, inner. So the are, ones coming off the G, the, the, the G center. Um, you could say when you go from the root to the solar plexus, mm-hmm. the bottom one is collective. Mm-hmm. The middle one is individual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the one above that is tribal okay and that kind of pattern repeats itself um not so much for the g center no the only tribal channel is 25 51 and there's 40 37 that's tribal and there's 26 44 so for people who have their charts um a few of them and tribal is about caring it's mm-hmm. about the community, but it's also about business. There's kind of the warm, fuzzy family con- uh, side. I'm starting to talk Dutch. <laughs> um, that's on the solar plexus side, the mm-hmm. feeling side. And there's the business, money, material things side um, of the tribal. It's like taking care of the community, whether that's with making money mm-hmm. or with caring for the kids, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very very interesting to see like where am I because you could already be so confused in your marketing when you see an individual like really going wide sharing personal stories having these colorful things Um, I often warn people like this is just my energy 
please don't, don't copy, copy this. It's just okay. like yeah. one of the seven billion ways on this earth to do marketing. Like literally every person has their own, you know, marketing codes. So will yeah. each individual have one one more overpowering energy than the other? No. For some, it's balanced. Oh. For you, it's really, really strongly in the individual group. And for some, they have three different channels. One from the other, one this, one that, and one that. So it's really different per person. Um, what I know from, for example, the marketing training I give right now, I'm constantly pointing out differences. So I'm showing examples from myself, but I'm also telling to my participant who has lots of collective like having the experience and sharing about it that for her it might feel better better not to make it like all the time about herself but um share from a different kind of a little bit more abstract energy yeah and then she's like yeah that feels better indeed (laughs) she's like yeah so so for me let me get this right if i'm getting it for me Mm -hmm. the individual is really just sharing from my own perspective my own experience from my own insight from totally well how i'm doing me and how i'm living in this world (laughs) totally 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 yeah so the spotlight is on me that makes a lot of sense because and it's okay, right? That you can also feel like it's okay if that's that's just what works for, for me. me. I can relax sense. in that. That makes so much sense because being a projector, which is the focus on focuses on the other person, I find myself that's fascinating, right? Yeah, yeah, that dynamic because I find myself to always be coming from the place of I, how I'm doing this, how this is landing in my body, my embodiment of it, my understanding of it, my insight of it, my perspective of it, which is so, so profound that you said this to me because for a long time, I was like, well, how does my perspective have authority? Because it's just my Mm. perspective. How is this relatable or how is this applicable to another human being? Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, this is, we we could go so deep, like in the details, because I have lots of individual energy too, Mm -hmm. but I'm a manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. So I could even kind of see that the subtle nuances between us two, like for me, I could really kind of almost dissolve in my own mg energetic like bubble and for you you might be sharing your own perspective but don't underestimate of course you still have that projector deep seeing quality Mm -hmm. and all those observations you've made throughout you know all of your life have been informing that perspective so will completely be a different perspective than mine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i can feel that and on top of that i would say for you like the i would say for you the the general marketing rules are deadly (laughs) for some they might still work a bit like some of them i would say for you like literally 
remove everything of that. I'm glad the whole, you like, said that because I hate the whole all business. the general marketing rules. <laughs> it's all like professional, being professional thing. Your profile is a two five. Your first number is a two, which is all about being natural. Mm-hmm. Your end, like this, you know, unique individual energy. And you have like this natural energy about you. So the moment you will try to kind of be professional and tell things like step by step, like five tips against like blah, 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 it will feel very weird, weird. to people because it's not your innate energy. That's so true that you said that. I was actually invited to give a talk. And I chose, you know, I chose about how to understand and navigate your emotions, emotional, emotion, becoming emotionally conscious and emotionally intelligent. And I made this like outline of all the points. <laughs> and I got up there with a piece of paper and I was talking and I was losing my train of thought. I was like stuttering. And I, at one point I just like threw the paper on the floor and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do this. So I'm just going to do this. And it just like, I totally got in my zone then. Wow. It was such that a moment must have been so powerful for others to watch, to see you literally make that decision on the stage. And I'm so glad you said that because I, you know, we, I, we are so innately like programmed to be like, you need to have a step-by-step guide and you need to have slides and you need to have, you know, I'm like, I just give me another human and give me a topic and I'll just show up and I'll do it. Perfect. And that's, that's amazing. That was a good reflection for me to hear because that method just does not work for me. Mm. Mm. No, no, we want to see people who fall together with their own energy, whatever that energy might be. And the moment you just be, as you are from the inside, mm-hmm. that's the power they feel. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, that's that's resonant. It's like mm-hmm. phew, it comes through. It's strong. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about um, marketing with each human design energy. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's so important. If you don't know your human design type. I will put a link to to it in the show notes. Go pull it up so you can follow along um, with what we're going to be talking about now. But let's break it down with each type and kind of just like the overarching theme and how to approach marketing with each energy type. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'd like to start kind of in chronological order in the sense of who comes first the manifester so they are the oldest energy type like the most manifester and generators both are the oldest so before 1781 there were only manifestors and generators manifesting generators projectors only came into the world after 1781 they're a new type they're like the newest freshest type because before that what the the only thing the world needed was kind of rulers who said like you got to do this you got to do this and workers there was no space for subtle energy protectors subtly pointing like out different ways there was no space for that it was more kind of survival energy and like very strategic 
No wonder and projectors feel so out of place. Totally, totally. I think that really makes sense when you realize you, you're a new experiment here. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and we're still in that transition phase mm. um, where projectors are finding their place. And what we see, if you do a little research on the top, like CEOs, presidents, managers, whatever, you see that slowly there is this switch. You mm -hmm. see more and more projectors coming to the top. Already the fact that President Obama was a projector um, mm -hmm. coming you know, to such a high position. And okay, now we have manifesting generator again. Um, Trump and then Biden is a generator, I believe. Um, but that's a really cool sign mm -hmm. so yes they are they're new and um manifestors we know them from ancient history because there have always been rulers and in history the rulers like 95 percent of them they were manifestors like hitler totally yeah he's a very good example i would say everybody who's skeptical about human design go watch Hitler's human design chart and um <laughs> it yeah it says it all and I would say I'm talking to my audience and this might overlap with your audience but my audience consists of a lot of sensitive and emphatic people and I'm always mispronouncing it, em empathic, emphatic. Um, and this is a really hard combination with, can be a really hard combination with being a manifester. Mm -hmm. Because as a manifester, um, you're not here to wait for your orders or to kind of watch others do things. And then like, okay, I can do it like that too. Or you're here to have an impact you're the pusher of the first domino but actually what i've seen in a lot of manifestors i know in the spiritual community communities they have become the super pleasers mm. the opposite almost um, because their energy like i have some manifestor friends and i feel when they walk into the room and even even when I know they're manifestors, still sometimes I ask myself, ooh, do they still like me? Because it's hard to read them. They're the hardest type to read from the outside. Mm -hmm. And the biggest impact on your marketing is really embracing your own impact mm -hmm. and going to the core of how those pleasing strategies kind of came online what's behind that so you can sit in them and like they they get slowly dissolved mm -hmm. they could even share about that process of leaving those pleasing paradigms um behind them but for them it's really they they're actually the only ones who could generally just sell something like, Hey guys, I've got this, I've got this awesome new program and it's cool. And here it is. That's informing because their strategy is informing, but that's only 10% of it. Mm -hmm. There's also take people 
you know, on the rest of the journey. Inform them that you're thinking about starting your program again next year, February. Mm-hmm. Inform them how it's going behind the scenes. Um, inform them how other people are receiving your program. Um, mm-hmm. It's really not too much when a manifester would go the whole route of like, oh, what is my ideal audience? And how would they like to hear things? They they get so twisted. Mm-hmm. For them, ideal is to drop that whole thing. Forget about your ideal audience. Forget about how you phrase things. Phrase them however the people you want. And depending on what kind of manifester you are, like there's solar plexus manifestors who manifest from their passion, from their emotions, from, so bring that into your marketing, your feelings, your feelings are important. They can move other people. They can move you, but they can move other people. Mm -hmm. So just write what you feel like writing and let, let it be that. And for ego manifestors who are manifesting from their hard willpower energy, it's literally write what you want, post mm-hmm. what you want. But it's, it sounds easy, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of shedding to come to a place where you feel you're actually allowed to do that. So going from pleasing others to self-pleasing. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's your when strategy. When you are pleasing yourself, yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and informing from that place, yeah, um, that is wonderful. Yeah, that's really, really wonderful. I like that. <laughs> um, mm. Let's go with the rest of the types, but I really want to get into some, um, I know you said it's like the marketing revolution and you talked about that. So I do want to give people some like, you know, throwing away all the all the stuff we've collected on how we need to do our businesses, how we need to share on social media, how we need to write captions and make videos. I want to get into a little bit more of that after we go through the rest of the energy types. Totally. I would say for generators, that's an easy one to share because I, just yeah i just shared a post about marketing for for generators and for manifesting generators and for them energy marketing is energy a projector said to me isn't that for every type yes in the end it is but for generators it's it's crucial it's just Mm -hmm. the thing and when i talk about energy they're sacral is juicy there's like Mm. so much energy in that sacral center Mm. and we're so disconnected from it Mm. and literally you getting back to that you entering this sacred ports of your sacral again Mm -hmm. getting to know it again getting to feel it again hearing its voice like right now when my boyfriend asked me yes no question it comes out like nah, no or yeah 
it's so primal what comes out, but it took me so much training to to let my gut speak, mm-hmm. to really be moved by my body. And I would say, let that energy go dating again with your sacred energy. Mm-hmm. Really, everything you do in life, when you don't eat the things you like, it's going to harm your marketing. Mm-hmm. When you don't do the hobbies you love, it's going to harm your marketing. Mm-hmm. All of your life is so much contributing to your marketing because when you nourish yourself, when you please like yourself, not by in the same way like manifestors, but really mm, follow your body in the mm, in the yams, in like, mm, mm. yeah, that feels good. That's going to fill you with an energy that's going to infiltrate through all of your posts, through all of your expression, through your website. And it doesn't matter anymore what you say. But differently from manifestors who start, you got to learn, quit the mind bullshit that tells you, you got to act now, you're missing out. You should do something. Nobody's hearing you anymore. Like, or should I even do this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important to, you know, ask for a divorce with that, with that um, strategy, with those voices and still hear them, but don't mm-hmm. act on them. For generators, easy one for posting is wait till you're moved Mm. it's like something hits you you had a session with a client that client asked you something and all of a sudden you realize i think many people have this question and it's not a mental thing it's just your body kind of lights up like ooh, Mm -hmm. i want to answer this question but after the session you're also like let's let's write something about it Mm -hmm. because you're moved. Something came into your field. It sparked you. Mm -hmm. And now you put it out there Mm -hmm. instead of thinking, I got to put something out there. That makes a lot of sense. Instead of sitting down and like creating content for like a week or something. Oh, it's killing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So so it's for the, for the manifesting generator and generators, it's really about letting the body move them into action, move them into. Totally. You yeah. have to be really in tune with the response of the body, the yes or mm. the no. I, which I don't get, so I don't, I don't understand this at all because I don't get <laughs> yes or no's. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, I could see how that makes sense. <laughs> when you're editing the podcast, you can count how many times I said, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm holding some of them back because I know otherwise your podcast will be just <laughs> obliterated by just... <laughs> it's the but, same when I'm eating. <laughs> but it makes so much sense why embodiment is so, so crucial. Because without the embodiment, we're never going to know how to shine our light, share our voice. Totally. Yeah. Yes. And embodiment always moves through pain. Mm-hmm. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're on earth, so there's, there's pain. Mm-hmm but it's beautiful what it the gems 
in it are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now for the projectors, this will be my next pose. So I can listen to myself <laughs> what's coming out of my mouth right now. Um, for the projectors, first of all, let me say my favorite, all-time favorite Instagram people mm-hmm. are projectors. Why? They're like 50% at least, maybe 70% of people I follow are projectors on Instagram. Not so much on Facebook because that's more personally connected. I would say that, and these, this is not for everybody, but it's a little bit easier for generators to move through those realms. But projectors on in Instagram can be, can be not for everyone, right? It, there's so many details in your chart. Uh, the golden marriage because for projectors their observations the way they see Mm -hmm. that that goes so deep and instagram is a little bit more than facebook it's focused on certain themes certain topics and when you're able to kind of dive into to a topic and bring it in a beautiful clear um way that's golden instagram and i see some many projectors completely nailing that mm-hmm. and I'm like wow where does that perspective come from the mm-hmm. same way a projector could say to generate like wow where does the energy come from <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It seems some, sometimes endless. Like the moment I see switches with projectors, like they're seeking, 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 and they're landing in their spot of like, of course, like this is my zone. This is my genius. This is what comes so easy to me. Um, maybe I wasn't even seeing it for some time. Mm-hmm. How much this comes easy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and start to share about that. Uh, it can be like this just channeling almost Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just really letting those things come through you and just Mm -hmm. putting them out there Mm -hmm. Um, and to make it easy and a little bit over generalized you could say like generators do what you love Mm -hmm. and it will have a big impact on your marketing and for the protectors study what you love like really dive into those things and study doesn't always have to be done with books just a side mark because with the one in your profile um there's more like the classic study um with books and information etc but with number two like you have doesn't necessarily have to be the case um can also be just studying life right Mm -hmm. studying dynamics human dynamics etc etc observation totally yeah yeah totally Mm. and the second part for projectors is as i said for the generators like your hobby and what you eat and that that's all influential for the projectors the foundation so if you if you don't do self-care like good indulgent 
awesome self-care is 50% of your marketing. If you follow someone like um, Jess Fields, who is a human design person on Instagram, mm. like 20, 30% of her posts are about the bathtubs and the Epsom sold and how she is just sitting in bath and something's even working from bath. And then Jenna Zoe, another um famous projector on Instagram, 50% of her videos are in a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. So I love how these projectors are inspiring other projectors um to really indulge in self-care and mm-hmm. make that a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. I mean, I'm a, I'm a projector, so I have a lot to say on this. Um, yes. I move through the world very slowly. And I like it um, very much. Uh, for me, the, the retraining I've had to do my mind was me sitting in the sun and just sitting there <laughs> with the with nothing, maybe just the just a drink or some music is is me working. <laughs> me going on a walk is me working. Um, I, I don't really like do baths too much, but like me going on a hike and then sitting on a rock mm. and sitting on top of like the mountains, staring in the valley is me working. You know, like taking naps is me working. I really, I love that reframe. Yeah, yeah, I that, love that. That reframe was so big for me. Like me doing things that are slow, restful, joyful, pleasure is me working. And that was so different because in my mind, working is you're spending time, you know, strategy, logic, on your computer. That reframe was so big because that's the, that's the, that's the feeding the energy sitting in the core frequency, right? Yeah, I know. I want to talk about this because this is where I feel like it's so potent. It's the core frequency coming home into your own energy. Um, so I resonate so deeply with that. And so for projectors, it's really just about sharing their perspective. Yes. And on top of that, what I wanted to add is coming home to your working with subtle energy powers Mm -hmm. so when a manifester walks into the room it's like bomb it's like an elephant it's like everybody knows seeing like oh somebody walks in but when a projector walks in the room what immediately happens without even the projector having to consciously know but their energy body is going to subtly move and like you know harmonize and do little things in that space um, so that the energy will flow better and will be like a conductor for, you know, conducting the orchestra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where you see their leadership. Mm-hmm. And once they realize that I open themselves up again to like starting to, to observe, like, where do I do that? Like, how do I do that? What do do other people say about that? Coming home to their energetic powers. Mm-hmm. And I said subtle energetic powers because it works on a subtle po- uh, level, but it is very powerful. Why I say that is when you as a projector 
and see, starts really seeing that and, and embracing that, it's going to do a lot of things for your self-worth. You realize what an important role you have on this earth. Mm-hmm. And that, again, will help you to step in your leadership role, mm-hmm. your projector leadership, that, that kind of way of leading, like the more feminine kind of leadership. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the invitation. You do not have to wait to be invited to share what no. is what what is just like I see. I'm I'm splenic, so it's like an impulse. I get this like yes. electric that goes to my body. It's like I need to put this out there. Mm-hmm. Even nobody invited me to start a podcast. By the way, nobody invited me to start this no. business. Nothing. It was just like this. It was this energy moving up in me that was like okay it's time to do this now so again it's coming back to the embodiment as well yes yes (laughs) okay yeah you said you wanted to move back to detoxing also from all those things that have been put into our system and I wanted to add one more thing to that because I think the manipulation in a way becomes more sneaky and more subtle because the kind of grandiose manipulation isn't really working anymore. What I see, especially actually in the spiritual world is um, the window dressing it's I've never used these words what comes up right now I would say um it's like authentic marketing gaslighting Mm -hmm. it's they tell you this is authentic they tell you we come from the heart they tell you all these things Mm -hmm. but at the same time there's this energy this is the way it should be done like I had success this way. Um, I have like this, it's massive results and this underlying energetic message that I might be a bit better than you, but that's okay. I will take you to where I am underlying, right? Not in direct words. Mm. And I would say those are the hardest. And a lot of people coming to me already went through a marketing trajectory for example take an example um i love the example of mary for leo's business school many women know her business school like have mm-hmm. seen it at least or have seen like a sliver of a video mm-hmm. she built this super pretty brand where it looks so much more exciting than the regular marketing she has beautiful clothes on. She talks about passion and she's excited when she talks. So you feel like something's happening there. It's, it's at least juicy, right? There's energy. Mm-hmm. And then one of my clients went through her like B school, I think it's called. Yeah. And it was so hard on a system. And I'm, this is not, a general evaluation of B-School. I've never been in there, whatever. But I do think it's a, it's a great example because still part of the message there is this is the way it's done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Here is how you should set up your email. Here we have like almost pre-written emails. But tell me, I mean, I'm I'm dumbfounded by the fact that people send you almost pre-written emails. Like, how could that carry you energy? Gee, how yeah. could people feel you if you insert like energetics from others? Yeah, um, you're inserting in your energy into a template written by somebody else. Yes, and it becomes a very weird cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's With con- mixed frequencies. I mean, as a projector, I've seen right through that because I'm like, mm-hmm. that's just that's just not right. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me and everyone who... There is this whole entire... I don't know how to say it. Like, there's a whole entire dysfunction or distortion around how you create a successful business, how you create more sales, how you grow your audience. And it's like you have to follow these 10 steps and these da da da. And then if you do that, you're going to be like, it's just like check the box off, right? Kind of, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to say it. It's just very, like, it's like cutouts. And that's why I like where I like the bigger perspective It's understanding why we even fall for this, because at some moment, most of all, all have fallen for this in some way. Um, And I think it's very helpful. I feel it's very helpful to understand like the bigger picture at play here, because first of all, we've been trained almost like mini slaves at school. We've been trained we're going to force feed you with this information and you're going to reproduce it over and over and over again mm-hmm. until it goes, until it goes on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's perfect. First like factor of you already being used that when people start telling you something authoritatively that, Oh yeah, of course I got to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But then there's the question, I'm not doing that in all fields. Like there are some fields where I'm totally following, you know, my own guiding light and no problem. But when we combine that with a field where we might feel slightly vulnerable, which is so expensive, starting a business, I would say it's it's more hardcore than most spiritual trainings um, in so many ways. Ways, yes. Yes, I like yes. your love. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It, <laughs> Tell a, me about it, it. I mean, it's I I didn't I didn't choose to start a business. I wasn't like, I'm going to start a business. It was just kind of like it was an evolution. Yes. It, it brings up all all of your shit. All of your shit. Yes. <laughs> and when you're in that kind of vulnerable place, you're like it's not working and I I would so much you know, like to bring this out there you're like okay maybe i should just try it it becomes easier to override mm-hmm. your natural intuition like your body your body's voice saying like no it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. and thirdly on top of that when we add the equation of the of the sensitive empath who's on a deep level, not seeing their gifts and worth fully, mm-hmm. it becomes even easier to 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 step in that. And that's 
that's an interesting cocktail there that that takes quite some work to see what is really happening mm. and that's coming full circle to the beginning like the mirror thing mm -hmm. engaging in marketing has really shown me the depth of slavery within me of mm. wanting to follow a path that's put out for me of being very dependent on how my message is received on the other side mm. on having a certain contract where my self-worth is, is dependent on how successful I even am. Mm -hmm. um, so all of those I've been working on like do meditation if your company will never have success like in the way right. you envision it I've done that I've asked myself like you'll never have success are you still okay mm -hmm. are you still fooling feeling like full of worth and mm -hmm. with that image yeah not to break your company down but to become not so dependent on it anymore as a way of self-validation yeah and seeing yeah. clearly where you're hooking and where your worth is dependent it's i i think here's the thing i think this is something i feel like i've realized with a lot of clients and myself is uh we're in a codependent relationship with our worth <laughs> yes and it, that codependency really, really shows up when we are hooking into external forms of worth and validation. Um, and I think if you start a business, just in the context of business, I mean, it can show up in other areas of your life, but in the context of business, it comes flooding. And then what happens is because you're so vulnerable, you're so much more likely to be brainwashed or forgo your own truth for the sake of what success needs to be or what the path of success is and you're easily manipulated then and this comes back to why i'm absolutely in love with human design not because it's another box where we can put ourselves into i have been feeling into every part of my design and just feeling how it feels and most parts feel so validating to my system when you have your chart it's like a love weapon mm -hmm. against that whole field of manipulative marketing mm -hmm. i just use a little bit stronger uh, language because sometimes that makes it clear we need a few of those like love weapons like love protections against that field one of them is your chart because it can instead of looking at that like <laughs> that mass of like rules and and this, this is how it should be done you can divert your perspective to your chart like oh that's how it should be done that's and not shoot me. take the shoot out of it but kind of oh i can be inspired by how i work and then come from there yeah. so at least i have like this blueprint here i gotta check it with how it feels not take it over mm -hmm. like directly so that's one of i created just a few like pillars which can help you 
re-anchor within yourself. And one of them in human design and the other one we didn't talk about, but the thing I started with um, when I started more moving towards the coaching side is calling work. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I, I did that. a calling session. Yeah, of yeah. course. And I did in the uh, projector magic, we did that. Um, I did a calling session today and I just cut out the two minutes where she found her calling and she was like, yeah, da, 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 da. Like she was in this like kind of neutral energy, the whole session. And then she found her calling and boom, like tears. And I could see she was transported to different dimension. Like, like her eyes started to like open and like, huh? and like shine and so much was happening in her body. Mm-hmm. So my kind of calling work goes beyond everything from the mind Mm -hmm. because in a session we can really fine tune to like these specifics of your energetic core, Mm -hmm. your energetic signature. And once you have connected to that, that's something else you can back, can come back to. Mm -hmm. And then you feel that beautiful energy. It's a very high frequency. For example, my my calling is people shining their light. That's my calling. Mm-hmm. When I am shining my light, where you are shining my light, that's it. I'm like, boom. Yeah, you're glowing, by the way, right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I can come back to that frequency. I'm feeding it. I'm like, mm, oh, oh, that's such a good energy. And then I can look to that training, marketing training, whatever, or I might want to go into. And I'm like, hmm do those frequencies correspond? Yeah. I have a measuring, like energetic measuring device. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. No. Yeah. And my mind wants it. I can see that. I see I'm kind of like, I need this. I come up with arguments, but it's not feeling that same way. That makes so much sense. So those are two very, very powerful instruments. And I would say the third is the people around you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Could yeah. we could, could you can we dive into an example of the calling like how you how we can with me maybe just to kind of see how that starts to come forth. What was your um what what was the thing that came forward during the calling meditation on in the projector magic? Do you still know? Let me look. I have I have I wrote it down. Let me see if I can find it real quick in my notebook so in the meditation i can tell in the meantime what what we did and i have that visualization super accessible on my website Mm -hmm. so there's a whole calling journey where um for 30 or 40 dollars you move through the whole journey if you don't want to do a session but in that meditation we really went to the core of your own energy remember it being very very potent though Uh, uh, and I wanted to share but I think we ran out of time as to like to talk so Mm -hmm. that's I just I didn't get to share but Mm. so what we do right now is a little hack obviously Mm -hmm. the whole session takes like a lot of time to to fully go into that We'll, we'll do a little hack so take me back to a moment, last few weeks, months, years, 
where all of your cells were buzzing, where you're like, this is it. When I could frame this or just, this is it. This feels so right. And just the first moment that comes up. Hmm. You're kind of coming home. I think it was in meditation. Um, when, you know, it was the moment of complete stillness and anchored in my body. Um, like it was like the mind is just off. There was no mind complete, completely just, just completely wow. state of being. Um, mm. there is this like, um, like it's like as if like the light goes on because it's all dark and the light goes on, you know, someone pulls the light down and it's like all of a sudden there's this light coming in, but it's something like wake, wake up, wake up, wake up. Oh, yeah, I can feel that if you say that. Those words, mm-hmm. I feel this slow shivers go through my body. Mm-hmm. A side note to everyone listening, your calling never makes sense to your head. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have people, my calling is people feeling swoosh. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to them. They know like what that energy is, but it's just like this energy an image, a feeling you you cannot explain. Mm. Wake up, you say. Wake up. Yeah, it's because I've lived my whole life in this like <sighs> complete delusion and is a distortion of who I am. Wow. Because of a lot of abuse and trauma in my early life. And when I got into my early twenties, it was I had I reached a breaking point where it was like this is not for me and this is not working. And there was this deep desire to just fully be myself in no matter how different or weird or, or just like, like, like kind of just, it's so hard. It's so hard to put into words, like the energies that move through your body, but it's like completely boundless no container it's just has no ending but it has no edges it's completely just Hmm. it's just like i'm just moving my hands it's just like completely boundless and this in this deep sense of full fullness fullness of myself and I think when I see people completely in full, in fullness of themselves, it is so, it's so just magical to see the embodiment, the fullness of who they are. Hmm. It would be beautiful to watch this piece back and see yourself talking. I would say everyone also who is listening, like that little journey you shared of the pain and then the stop to me that is marketing Mm -hmm. i could feel you so strongly there was nothing else around it it was just like mm, just purely that which you were sharing like Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. coming through you Mm -hmm. with a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and your truth 
I could hear it. I could feel it. This is your truth. Mm. And I, it's so powerful. If, if you would put those, like, maybe it's only one minute or something, like just a mini, mini, like, summary of your journey, like, paint, and then, like, stop. Mm. Just put it on your website already. I could feel your voice so deeply. It went, like, a little bit lower, like, even more grounded. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah <laughs> that's that's so great because until just one thing like until you said like oh i don't know how to put this in words and i was like what the fa- what are you saying like i'm i'm just mesmerized and listening and you're like i don't know how to put this in words i'm like no you do know how to put this in words you're doing it perfectly it's just non-linear, non-linear. you have no clue what you're saying you just have to let it come through and like trust kind of yeah that makes so that like i'm getting i feel very goosebumps right now um because it is it is it is it is no mind no mind because the minute you're like oh Mm. does that make sense it's like the potency is lost so perhaps if you it's kind of like the pain the sorrow, the suffering is really the portal for the calling, is portal for the... Always, always. That's why most time people are crying because part of them doesn't want to live their calling but because it means they have to face the pain. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Often more sweet than bitter, but still the pain can be significant. Mm -hmm. I always give the image, you come into this world as a child with this amazing golden energetic gift. Every one of us, they're different tastes, but it's all an amazing energetic gift. And then it might be, to sum up some different callings, it might be a calling of today's calling was love, was about people being love it might be the energetic gift of truth which is a very different frequency Mm -hmm. that's my boyfriend's calling Mm -hmm. or in your case it might be something around this fullness this complete completeness almost in a way Mm -hmm. like there's nothing else that's it Mm -hmm. just this is it Whatever your gift might be when you come into the world, especially when we look back a few decades, our parents, 99.9% of them were not able to receive that gift. Mm -hmm. Even worse, most of them dismissed that energetic gift so Mm -hmm. i've always painted a picture of you coming on a birthday with the most amazing gift it's like golden it's radiating you're like look what i got and you come on earth and you're like look what i got parents it's so amazing it's so juicy like oh you're like and then the parents are like "Eh," and they like kind of slap it out of your hands ouch when i see that i'm like oh of course you're gonna hide that gift and like okay 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 we're not going to show that anymore. That's like, uh, that's not the good thing. Mm-hmm. So it is. You got to be a bit courageous to enter on this journey. Mm-hmm. 
if you see what it entails. Um, but for you, you could never have spoken with such authority if you hadn't had that kind of journey. Um, I've watched some snippets from you here and there, and I didn't see a lot from you, but wow, just hearing you right now here, it just hit me. It came in so strongly. It's just, I wouldn't need any more like words or like mm -hmm. complex things around it. It's just that energy. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's so powerful. It's, I don't rest there very often. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, um, pain and trauma around the self-value, self-worth thing, which I'm diving into very deeply right now. But it, once you once you feel it, it's like you your body gets a taste of it. it your body remembers. So the, yes. mem the 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 frequency is anchored. It's always available. It's it's the mind coming in and distorting everything again. I've never thought of it of it like this until now. But that's the beautiful podcast. It brings new thoughts in my head or new like insights. But right now, I see there's there's way more. But around calling, there's two ways of sharing for marketing. Mm -hmm. Two ways, and they're both completely related the first one is you being connected to the calling and transmitting that energy once you have that moment or you sharing about that is a beautiful gift to the world because it allows them to tap into that energy too mm -hmm. but it becomes a little bit tricky when you start to think that's the only way of sharing mm -hmm. like i gotta feel that awesome thing mm -hmm. Because to me, living my calling is not just being tapped into that frequency because then I would be very harsh on myself. and like, oh, it's not going so well. It's every step towards living more of that. Mm -hmm. Everything that contributes to that. So your journey you're onto right now, I would say, is part of your marketing. The sharings of what you find and probably you're also already doing that of the sharings your findings on your way to more self-love more self-worth more mm. self-embracing mm. more allowing that fullness inside you mm. um yes that journey itself like the findings are very very valuable to share yeah. without even having it being like completely anchored in no, even better, I would okay. say without. We're missing data points. Many people wait till they're there. And I mean, they're... <laughs> but it, it will never arrive. There's always a new there. Mm -hmm. um, but they wait till they're at a kind of more stable point or whatever. But we're missing data points in social media we need way more people on the journey sharing their journey so that all those other people on the journey realize well i'm not crazy mm -hmm. i'm not like you know strange because i've not 
I'm not lying on a beach and making millions like all those people I see on Instagram. Yes, yes. There is no arrival. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm seeing more and more a future of more and more like micro influencers really sharing right now where they are Mm -hmm. in the midst of their struggles. But also seeing that they have struggles behind them they already overcame Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they can talk to their younger selves like how they were like three years ago two years ago and you can talk to that version of yourself there are many people who are like that right now so they're waiting for you yeah that makes a lot of sense now that we got a taste of what calling work is like it's very potent um you walked through it beautifully when we did the class might have to go revisit it um, to see what came up for me. I want to talk a bit more about um, energy, 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 or home energy. Starting to feed and tend and nurture and come home to this energy. Because like you said, when we're there, it becomes like the resonance for everything else that is me and that is not me. So just kind of a few ways that we can start to hone and understand what our frequency is like. Mm -hmm. Yes. In the big picture, there are two ways. There's from the inside out and there's from the outside in. So for everybody who's listening, if you went back to a moment that felt really like, "Mm, so good after this podcast start asking yourself questions how you felt at that moment and just collect five different words how you felt and see if one of them stands out is really like calling you and work with that word so whatever that is for now like pick a feeling word that feels really good to you right now and then from the inside out means it can be helpful to, for example, do a calling session so you consciously know your calling and you you having worked for it, even if those words can never fully capture it, they can fully point to it, is a very powerful tool because now that feminine, intangible kind of being thing has become connected to like more the left brain, the logical brain, so it's easier to latch on to it. Mm-hmm. So get a clear knowing of what your calling is. And when you have that, you start to live differently. So even for you, that feeling of meditation, and it's on the one hand, this emptiness, but at the same time, this fullness. Fullness, yeah. Yes, even when you start just start experimenting with that, and you'll see the world differently. It's like, oh, when I look at my friend group, are they embodying that frequency, or or at least inviting more of that out of me, mm. or not at all? Mm. Mm, the way I decorated my home, is it at that same frequency? I f- can feel so strong within that feels so good, like that juicy calling frequency. Mm. Yeah, I actually did that kind of intuitively. So you can go through all your life areas Mm -hmm. and measure 
you start to see life differently once you look from that lens and when you make decisions apart from your human design strategy which sometimes still can be hard to kind of fathom you can also add this to the mix and which of a of b which of those feels like it leads to more of my calling it's going to bring more of that um so it can become like this guide this compass and that's from the inside that's just the awareness and awareness is powerful it will set so many things into motion and then from the outside you can just start to add little things um I have some deep meditations where I go to first go to that frequency and then, for example, let an animal come up or like an image that's really connected. So you can work with that. You can add little reminders around you in your environment that reflect back your calling to you. Mm -hmm. It could be like a photograph. Yes, art on the wall you start to buy your clothes differently. Like mm. actually this, mm, because you have them all the time with you. Right. Mm. So they're beautiful. Um, literally like me having like this golden watch here, it brings a little bit of that shine, shining your light frequency into my life. Mm. Mm. And also sharing you're calling with one or two loved ones around you mm-hmm. it broadens the field they can look at you every now and then and like mm, you remember your calling like they can help you live your calling if you make that your uh, dedication yeah your calling is how you live your life yes yeah and how you how you move through life yes one i i never remember any quotes or, or those kind of things but one thing um from the person i received this work from anurag gupta the calling work uh, one thing i think will always stick with me it summarizes everything about calling but also mm. about marketing and that is it is not about where you go to it's mm-hmm. about where you come from oh wow and then, yeah that's where powerful from where you come from and that is yes. that is literally with everything in your life where you're coming from when you're eating totally. a meal where you're coming from when you're you know, having we're, like we're chatting right now, coming from mm-hmm. how you're moving just on a hike. Where mm-hmm. I come from. That's why people love podcasts because we're we're just having a chat. It's very natural. There's often in podcasts there's very little agenda behind it. So that's why it's so good to listen to it. People can feel we're coming from a place of openness. Mm-hmm. And we're not coming from a place, oh, let's, you know, let's get something out of it. And let's, you know, oh, like this more, um, it's cramped. It's more like crampy energy. It's, mm-hmm. it's not relaxed and open. And 
connecting. Yeah. That's really powerful that you say that because I feel for me, one of the ways I present information or content is very in an open way. Mm. It's just a container that I come in and I flow into and I have had judgment about myself because, oh, I need to make sure this is something someone can take something away from or, you know, some kind of value that they receive instead of realizing, no, there's power in flow. There's power in just an open dialogue with somebody, especially in this format. Because it's like, I want this to be very much like I'm talking to you and there's no microphone here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> thank yeah, you for, yes. thank you for saying that. Mm. It's freeing. Mm-hmm. It's freeing. It removes every agenda. Mm-hmm. It removes every like, oh, I need to get, oh no, I don't need to get, I, I just, I just need to remind myself where I want to come from come and from. trust that everything that comes from there will bring back the right things from me. Yeah. Thank you. Is there any last few things I want to ask you? Where can we start to unravel ourselves from all the marketing noise that we've heard of what we should do? And perhaps a place where we could start to make up our own rules properly. Make up our own rules. That's I mean, that's it. Make up our own rules of how we want to do this. And where do we want to come from? And where are we coming from? Dive into your human design chart when it resonates. Also, with all these tools, not everything will work or resonate for everyone. And I'm mm-hmm. totally respecting them. I'm a huge human design nerd. Like, I... I love it a bit. But I've also found that for some people, the Gene Keys, which is kind of the more feminine, more poetic, more mythical, archetypal sister mm-hmm. of the more analytical, precise, like human design, works better for other people. Mm-hmm. They can flow more with that. Um, so take one of those tools that resonates with you to help you like anchor back into yourself, the calling work, gene keys, human design, and start writing like you're talking to your friends. Don't make up like this whole structure around it. Make it really, really simple. Mm -hmm. Start writing. I say like marketing is where you are right now. It's not where you want to be like this projected self-image of future success. It's where you are right now. And start just sharing from that place where you are right now. The things you're learning right now. now. Yes. Marketing is where you are right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, this other, this is also that comes up is, where you're coming from when you're just focused on where you're coming from it takes the focus away from what you're gonna get totally 
And this is going to the fitness. So over and over again, when you're inviting yourself to redirect your focus, oh, I need to get this and I need to go there. And oh no, I'm anchoring back to myself. Oh, but you will be drawn again and again and again to move out of yourself. That's what all sensitive people do and energetically solving other people's shit. That's why looking to your open centers and your human design chart is kind of part of the necessary work um, because we cannot do marketing if it's hard to do marketing when we're still having lots of like luggage in those open centers we become very heavy yeah the conditioning yes and Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, I'm, I'm looking at my chart right now. I mm-hmm. have both the three open centers, three open centers. And I, I know why. Oh my God. I'm so energetically porous. I mean, so emotionally porous. Oh, it's, I mean, I have a lot of close centers, but I, I do, I still feel very empath- empathic and very highly sensitive as a person, even though I have, only three centers open (laughs) yes but those only three centers are yeah three of the most powerful centers to have open powerful in the sense of impactful and also overwhelming oh yes because there are three motors centers it's the ego heart center it's the sacral and it's the solar plexus Mm. we were seven centers beings before 1781 again so we only had seven centers now we have nine centers so we got mm-hmm. two extra centers mm-hmm. solar plexus is one of them that's a new energy solar plexus is the place where we're moving to spirit consciousness but right now we're just still in the middle of like having very immature emotions over there mm-hmm. it's a new center so we are not trained yet we have no clue what to do with all those emotions and it shows in the world. And then we have those poor 50% of people in the world who have that center open and they're receiving magnified like that immature emotional energy and it can be incredibly overwhelming for your system. Mm-hmm. And also it, it can kickstart a thing where on autopilot you start to energetically kind of trying to solve that for for other people mm-hmm. and yeah and the sacral of course it's so much energy i mean there's so much energy there so when you of course when you pick it up from around you that's going to be overwhelming too so don't underestimate um those open centers yeah my partner's an mg and he has a defined solar plex solar plexus and sacral yeah <laughs> and, sacral. <laughs> and, he's, and so it, it's funny because i see myself throughout the day i'm like i'm gonna just sit i'm just sitting <laughs> and he's just like on his feet moving around like and i'm just like i'm just gonna sit and it, it took me a very long time 
for me to not feel guilty that I didn't move at the pace of a lot of people. I am a family of MGs. <laughs> wow. Um, and, and I'm the only one who's also the two five with the open emotional solar plexus. So it's like the, in the intensity and they're like, why do you like to be alone so much? Don't ask her out. She's not going to come anywhere. <laughs> like, I just like being alone by myself. Um, it's been really, really nice to witness those dynamics and him knowing we know our charts. So he respects that. And I respect that of him. And it's been really helpful how we partnership together. And, and mm. there's this constant, what does he call it? He's like, there's this constant limelight on me because you're always just picking up data on me. And I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, there's no off button. <laughs> no. Just because there's no off button for his energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you is with the defined eyes and undefined head, how does that play into how we, um, in terms of how the mind operates in terms of like, I know for me, I can get very fixed in my thinking patterns mm-hmm. uh, and my partner is open there. Um, mm-hmm. So he's more fluid in what comes in and out of his head. And for me, I can get very trapped in my mind and that's my, um, my life's work is also to move away from the mind and into the body. Mm, yeah. And I, I can find it very hard to get into the body where the emotions are so intense because of all this input that I'm getting constantly. Um, but I wanted to ask, how does the mind play with how we, I guess, our energy in terms of getting into the embodiment of our calling, of our frequency, because my mind will automatically want to take me out of it. Mm. It's so funny, the mirroring, because my, uh, we didn't tell yet, but my boyfriend is a protector. I'm an MG and you have like the opposite. And also my boyfriend has like two defined like head and Ashna center. And for me, it's open. So it's exactly the same. And first thing I would say when those centers are defined it's also not to make the head and the mind the enemy because that's also a thing in spiritual circles it's like uh, it's gotta die and it's only bad and it's uh, amazing 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 in all levels what I'm aiming for is not so much like going from one extreme to the other extreme now the only thing we're going to listen to is the body well good luck Mm -hmm. (laughs) we didn't get the mind you know for nothing it's a beautiful tool but what if we end develop the mental capacities which we've most of us already have done we've you know gone you know massively to school and university but also the emotional capacity and the spiritual capacity and the physical if we develop all of those four, wow, we become so balanced and um, so integrated in ourselves. But for those defined centers, like embrace like that, that fixed thinking, because that's you. Mm-hmm. And you're actually built also to be partly deaf to others. Perfect. Okay. That's just built into you. you Once mean you're deaf, aware. Deaf, deaf to others? 
Oh, like I won't hear other people. <laughs> it's because of your particular stream, because you have the an individual mind stream, which is here to come with outer space ideas, like things which have been never thought before. It's like wild. I mean, again, there's two other mind streams, right? There's like the logical thinking, which is just looking for patterns, looking for improvements in the future. And there's the other uh, mind stream where it's more about the past and reflection and imagination, but based on like known things, your mind stream is like, no, 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 no. We're going to the aliens and like download like this oh whole God, new thing. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> I'm like ET contact, <laughs> meditating to contact ETs. <laughs> it again makes clear my love for human design because isn't it amazing that some people are built to be slightly deaf to others? Mm-hmm. It has... An advantage. It has the advantage of you having more space for those amazing downloads to come in. Mm-hmm. And those downloads can be definitely a part of your business and a part of your marketing in tandem, in combination with the body, mm-hmm. with the body moving you and getting like the mind being its servant and saying, like, oh, I got a really cool piece here. And then your body gives the yes or no, but the spleen in your case gives like the yes or no, like, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm going to use that. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, it's not a yes or no. It's just like this. It, it's like this. I don't know how to describe it. It's like this spidey senses. Like it's like yes, this rush totally. of energy or something. Or even sometimes I would feel like, like, like a, like a glow or something. It's, it's so weird. It, it's not concept at all. Like it's very like I, I I feel like a cat a lot, like kind of operating like the cat. Cool. The the define that's so interesting that you say the downloads and like the new ideas. So the the def, defined mind doesn't isn't isn't doesn't necessarily mean that oh you're not open to new ideas. It's just your ideas are very much contained in your own head. It are your ideas and other people's will be inspired by your ideas. I'm here to be inspired by other people's ideas. And I'm here to be literally open-minded in the sense of I can, today I can take this perspective. I can take this perspective, but I'm not invited to kind of cling to one of them. Yeah. It's more, I can taste them. Because it's open, I can taste that one and that one and that one. And then I can decide that one feels very good. I can be a better judge because it's open for me. You're not the one to judge so much other people's thoughts or ideas. You're here to bring your inspirations, your wild ideas. And they can be wild and you can receive them, but they're yours, so to say. And that's, that's, that's also going to be the truth that some people are going to get it. Some people are going to be like, this girl is totally. crazy. I don't want anything to do with her. So that I'm not for everyone. That was a download I got very, 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 very in my face. I was like, you're not going to be for everyone. And there are people that you will trigger the shit out of and people who you mm-hmm. people who will not want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. You're a wild one. I mean, look at this. You have like this creative one channel and it's 28, 38, like 
fighting for your purpose and like and like we're gonna change like it's not working and then like this awakening channel like the 1020 and then like this unique ideas it's like whoosh, it's shaking like the um, the known world like what 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 we know to be true or like working and then you're coming like just with <laughs> whole new perspective because <laughs> i mean i i do share a lot of stuff that's out there and i don't really get like you know it's i've never seen it said before or done before and so it's automatically i've this is where i'm working on me feeling embracing myself that fullness piece of being like i'm going to share things that are probably way different and I'm my mind, you know, the conditioned mind based on my history and who the yes. conditioning is looking for. Well, is this, does this fit somewhere? And it doesn't fit. And I think this is where I have started to discredit it and say, well, it's not, it's not important because it's so, it, there is no place for it yet. Yes, you can reframe it. Does it fit? No? Oh, perfect. Then I'm going the right way. <laughs> oh, that's a great way of looking at it. Like, that's oh, cool. Because it's not going to fit. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, thank you. Um, <sighs> one last thing I want to ask you is... This is something I ask everybody because I love everybody's input on this. What's mm-hmm. something that you've gone through in your life that has made the biggest impact on you and like has been such a uh, an opening for you to be more of who you are? And it was like maybe, maybe a visceral experience or something that you learned that really kind of was a homecoming experience for you Mm. Mm. I'm seeing mainly all those things that shook me up before that helped me come home and I'm seeing how I had to make some things very very extreme so I went to through uh through two major six months plus depressions very very deep the very opposite of like how my energy is right now and I really needed those because I was flying away I was so disconnected from my body so much dissociated that it was the opposite of the embodiment we've been talking about and I was seeing all these marketing things and these opportunities, opportunities for my business and nothing came off the ground. I got completely like stuck into my plans and my ideas and my visions. And I had no clue like why it wasn't working for me. Like I I saw working for other people and I literally kind of had to be smashed on the ground. Like, because that would, that's what depression does mm-hmm. it brings you on your knees yes. very very deeply there's nothing literally like nothing left nothing that makes sense nothing that you want um because otherwise i wouldn't have i always 
wanted to just focus on the light. Mm-hmm. I come from the light. It's part of my calling. It's such a such an important thing in my life. Mm-hmm. But I needed those depressions to help me realize I needed to look into my pain. Mm-hmm. And that's what brought me to the ground, grounded me literally. And I was very unrealistic, very naive. You could sell me anything like a boyfriend or a guru or marketing doesn't really matter because I wasn't grounded in my own body, in my own truth. Mm. And so I'm quite grateful to those depressions, however horrible they felt, mm-hmm. cannot underestimate. And yeah, anybody who's in there right now, it's completely, completely horrible feeling. But I'm talking from the place of afterwards and looking back. Yeah. 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 Your pain is your portal. Mm. Yeah. I, I resonate yeah. with you there. I have a history of yeah. depression too, so I understand. Mm. And I think the reframe for me has always been my pain, my suffering is my portal yes. to the light. Yes. Because there, there is no light there. <laughs> um, no. And um, it's, it, it's, it's it, I would have never guessed or even assumed that this was something that you have gone through because there's so much light that you embody and you exude and you're glowing but talking about the magnetism and the energy piece and the frequency it has potency and even more power because there's this container from where the light was birthed in a way yes totally yeah awesome Um, where can people find you on the internet? My website is the circle of light dot NL. I have like the Dutch ex- extension. And I used to be most active on Facebook, but my energy is kind of shifting towards Instagram. So they can find me under my name, uh, Ayla Frahaya, which of course everybody now knows how to spell, but you'll, you'll put it somewhere. It's A-Y-L-A. And my last name starts with V-E-R-H. And then you actually find me because um, I haven't found anyone else yet with that strange combination of names. It's not a Dutch name, Ayla. And on Instagram and I believe that's it on my website you'll find a blog about human design which helps you to kind of decode your chart go through all the different pieces Mm. and you also find some videos for every type like marketing for projectors marketing for generators which i did on uh, facebook live so there's some really nice resources over there and also um when you connect on instagram just say hi and say you heard me on this podcast 
podcast again for the we did a two-hour podcast and my language is kind of disappearing um it's always so cool for me to hear like from all those different corners people um come from and ask me your question perfect all the links to how do you say your name is it ayla or uh, ayla ayla like Ola. island but <laughs> but uh you write it with a y l a so in america in america people would say ayla okay it's ayla yes okay so all the links to ayla will be in the show notes thank you so much for this conversation this connection your medicine today i am so grateful Mm. i'm very happy we got to sit here and the calmness and openness and curiosity was really refreshing for me to that really pulled like some deeper answers out of me so thank you yes Thank you.